Today in Canadian History for April 4th, I'm Mark Affeld. On this date back in 1957, E.H. Norman, a Canadian diplomat, jumped to his death from the roof of the Swedish embassy in Cairo, Egypt. As early as 1950, Norman had faced accusations that he was a communist, or even a Soviet spy, from a United States Senate subcommittee. Although Lester Pearson repeatedly defended the reputation of Norman, the U.S. State Department continued to air their suspicions. Shortly following the United States Senate Subcommittee on Internal Security, which rehashed American suspicions against him, in 1957, Norman took his own life. Now, no links between Norman and the Soviets have ever been made public, and controversy still exists over the circumstances of his suicide. If only symbolically, Norman's suicide marked a high point for the influence of American McCarthy-era communist fears in Canada. To learn more about this period in Canada's history, I spoke with Dr. Brian Palmer. Dr. Palmer is a professor in the Department of Canadian Studies at the University of Trent, as well as author of Canada's 1960s, The Ironies of Identity in a Rebellious Era. We, as Canadians, very generally know about the um, United States during the 1960s and how the Cold War influenced them. But I'm wondering, it, was Canada all that different from the sort of Red Scare type of Cold War that happened in the late 50s and early 60s? Well, I mean, I think the, the, the critical point is that Canada was different, but that it could never escape um, uh, quite what was going on in the U.S. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of evidence of this. It... There were efforts on the part of various, uh, you know, influential figures and politicians to chart a slightly different course for Canada. Um, Diefenbaker, for instance, a conservative politician, wasn't really quite buying into uh, a lot of the American uh, arguments, for instance, about uh, Cuba and uh, the necessity of, you know, uh, basically going into kind of high brinkmanship kind of diplomacy of which the threat of nuclear war was was sort of put on the agenda but um it was very difficult for canadians to and and canadian uh politicians to step outside of the you know really quite forceful influence that the that the US had and that the US was the major kind of military you know figure in the cold war and that canada was a was an ally Um, and someone who was expected, really, to just kind of fall in line. You know, this had been going on uh, really since, uh, for a long time, but it was was very dramatically revealed in the, you know, in the aftermath of World War II um, over the course of the 1950s. Um, You know, that was uh, uh, very evident in um, in in the way in which uh, McCarthyism kind of seeped into Canada, which is really the the background to the E.H. Norman affair. Um, that uh, Norman, who was a, uh, a diplomat uh, who worked with Pearson and was uh, very influential in in sort of charting a a, a way out of the Suez crisis. Um, in the in the late fifties, nevertheless, had been kind of named by uh, McCarthy as a as basically a communist, and uh, in in McCarthy's usual vague and you know undocumented kind of way, um, and pressure was put on you know the the um, Canadian government to get rid of Norman, and uh, 
they wouldn't Pearson wouldn't go that route in the uh, in in the sort of diplomatic circles. But uh, the way in which Norman was tarnished really took its toll on on him. And uh, you know, as you know, he ended up uh, committing suicide. Today is a day full of Canadian history. In 1949, Canada became one of 12 countries to sign the North Atlantic, or as it's commonly known, NATO Treaty. Esteemed NHL coach Pat Burns was born on this day back in 1952, and a bomb was detonated in Montreal, killing one person on April 4th, 1972. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher, and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. All right, once again, it's Canadian quiz time, and this one is definitely for the history buffs out there. To this day, there's only been one Prime Minister of the United Kingdom who was not born in the British Isles. In fact, he was born in Canada. Do you know the name of this UK Prime Minister? Well, it was the Right Honourable Bonner Law, who was born in the colony of New Brunswick in 1858. 